myth-busting on today's episode of The Light Goddess. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the goddess coach, and this is a podcast about evoking the goddess, making seven figures from your sacred feminine. Episode 114, coming to ya. Welcome back to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and I think this episode will be really fun for you. We're going to do some myth busting. So I want to let you know that I coach women on evoking the goddess, wildcrafting six and seven figures from your sacred feminine. We do that in the Light Goddess program with imagination, humor, and the wild creativity of the divine feminine by dissolving the blocks and old patterns to running a business on intuition and feminine flow. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com. This episode is called The Feminine Gets It Done. There is a misperception around the masculine and feminine, and we each have both within us, of course, right? And spirit is calling women at this time to anchor the feminine into the world, to grow business in your feminine, to be an example of what a feminine business looks like and model a model of that process, modeling feminine confidence rather than masculine confidence in a woman's body, modeling empowerment and sovereignty from feminine posture and vibration rather than masculine posture and vibration in a woman's body. One of the misperceptions prevalent is that the masculine gets it done. In other words, that if you're a woman, you have to be in your masculine to get it done and to get a lot done, right? And if you believe this, you can understand how that puts you at odds at running a business from your feminine. And so then that unconscious idea is running and is limiting your efforts. So this is patently silly idea that a woman only gets it done when she engages her masculine. It's a misunderstanding of feminine and masculine. And so women, I mean, women invented agriculture. Commercial farming has, you know, is a system of dearth and death rather than the life-giving nature of plants and growing food, monocrops that attract greater insect infestation and government subsidies to five crops highly chemically treated, genetically altered for reasons they created. <laughs> Corn, wheat, and soy receiving those subsidies are hardly digestible to humans. And you do not see deer eating soy in the fields. Canola oil comes from rapeseed and is shipped to us via Canada. They don't eat it, but they ship it to us, and it has long become a common oil in the States. Not edible. So while commercial farming is this, like, bastardized, you know, version of agriculture and the original version of it that was so wholesome and beautiful and the intention there, um... You know, it's it needs radical changes. We all need we all understand this. That's why there's sustainable farming and permaculture and so much beauty going on all over the planet, right? Where people are changing this in their communities and at the local level and you know, that's how our world is changing from the bottom up and sideways over. And and so it is happening everywhere. And you know, we, we understand the, you know, the origin of agriculture, though, many different crops grown in symbiosis, supporting each other and nurtured by the hands of women with babies in the other arm is the origin of agriculture. To be foraging 
very different than gathering, <laughs> to be foraging, she would not be able to defend against animal attack or be as agile and mobile with a baby in arm. And thus, the archaeological and anthropo- anthropological, I can't speak today, that you understand what I'm saying, evidence support it being most likely that woman created agriculture. We always must be aware that Western civilization, the history, such as it is, is written through the lens of women subordinated, malignant, masculine, dominated, dominating, and dominant. And so with women completely left out of the record, trivialized, and often noted as like chattel or property. So we must always have a discerning eye with history and the lens that it's always written through. And when archaeological evidence is found and 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 different histories are gone back over, you know, what's the lens that they're looking through to determine what they view things as meaning and, and the interpretations. It's always that lens that is skewing things errantly and erroneously. And women, you know, women invented agriculture and farming and agrarian lifestyle. So women get things done. Women get things done. It's in our history. It's in our lineage. Women traditionally and still widely predominantly are the sex caring for the children, the home and meals. When women went into the workforce, the dynamics had not changed or altered, and they were still doing all of that and maintaining a career. Women get things done. One of the dynamics about what women have traditionally gotten done is that those things were trivialized and not seen as what was important in the world. So not only have women always gotten things done, but often without the respected honor and reverence, right? Men's work, quote unquote, real work, was given, you know, this is this is kind of the subconscious thing in the culture, in the overculture, right? You know, was given precedence in the war rooms, make way for military. You know, let me tell you a story about men's work, the military, and what important things men get done. The U.S. Army in the 1950s had a ridiculously and erroneously titled, quote-unquote, experiment <laughs> where they proceeded to release Egypt mosquitoes into our ecosystem in the U.S. in Atlanta, Georgia, where Egypt mosquitoes are not endemic and are invasive, carry disease, and bite the nastiest, horrible bites. I'm sure you are aware of this and have experienced this. And years later, we have issues with these tiny, vicious predators and, you know, I remember Wisconsin in the 80s, there were these endemic little tiny little little itty bitty mosquitoes. They barely would ever bite. And if they did, it wasn't like this nasty, giant, swelling red mound. And, you know, they were around, but they didn't really bother you. You didn't need poisonous chemicals on your body. You know, I'm half curious and probably could prove with very little research that chemical companies that created DEET and bug sprays had a military contract (laughs) with this whole experiment, so-called. But I digress. This is the malignant masculine at work, men's work. Yes, really important stuff going on here. So this is what women with money change. These are the paradigms that we change. We hold space for the sacred masculine with emotions, creativity, protectiveness, and lovingness to have a respected and honored place in the culture alongside women who get things done. We hold space so that more men may heal the wounded masculine and so that more women can heal and rise within themselves as well. This is a joint effort amongst 
anyone and everyone awaken to the opportunity at hand right now. And we have had women doing so much for six decades and so many people as well. Now there's a quickening of the awakening on the planet. There's this opportunity where women rising are not burned or stoned or brutalized to death, at least in the U.S., and at least for now. And there's this opportunity where more men want to be in their true nature and no longer succumb to the pressure to be in malignant masculinity and malignant competition. There's so many women longing to feel safe, to be in their feminine energy, feeling safe to speak, to have a voice, a platform to be whole and loud and completely beautiful in their feminine. The feeling of safety truly comes from within, working with our human mind and living in our intuition as a way of life. We have to do this work, right? The feminine and masculine, of course, have as many shades and tones as people. And yet, I long to see more people free from these erroneous ideas and, you know, the, the bought and sold and resold idea of what is attractive, what is marketable, what sells, you know, we get to rework all of this. You can understand the limitation of running your business from intuition and feminine flow if you believe that you can only get things done in your business and be very productive if you are in your masculine energy. It's completely incongruent. And so it's so important to to bust errant beliefs so that we can be most effective in feminine creative entrepreneurship. The feminine energy is fixated and focused. It is structured and understands the details. It is directional and loving and is compassionate and forgiving. Feminine energy understands what holds things together and the value of people and family and nurturance. The nurturance of a business, say, and the fixated focus on such. So be very certain that the feminine gets it done, and always has. I am sending you so much love. You've been listening to the Light Goddess Podcast. I am your host, Jude Hotep, the Goddess Coach, and I coach women on evoking the goddess, wildcrafting seven figures from your sacred feminine. That is all over at lifecoachjude.com. You can click the button and get into a coaching consult with me today. If you would like a free guide on how to connect to your sacred feminine and make more money, sign up today at lifecoachjude.com. <laughs>